I'm Carrie Brett, and this is Shot at Love, the first motivational show around online dating. Today's guest is life actualizer Isabel Chiara, and I guarantee that Isabel will inspire you in the most unexpected way. She's an influential abundance creator and an expert in elevating your life to a new level. This episode is the pandemic push to get back out there, so stay tuned. In today's episode, Isabel is going to show all of us how to receive and achieve all that's waiting for us. Isabel is an entrepreneur, successful restaurateur, and real estate developer. By every standard and metric, she was accomplished. Yet she couldn't shake the notion that her success was not a reflection of her life's true purpose, the legacy she was meant to live. For 20 years, she studied all over the world with scientists, master energy healers, shamans, herbalists, and astrologers. Her discoveries were staggeringly profound, and now she guides others with her activation and healing processes so they too can revolutionize their own legacy. As a life actualizer, Isabel knows how to shift the energy around you, unfold the blocks around love, and how to manifest lots of people around you so that your energy can expand. She also knows how to manifest relationships and experiences, and today she's going to train us how to activate our inner resources. Isabel is going to share her healing techniques, mindset tools, so we can shift our thinking and get out of our own way. Welcome, Isabel. Thanks so much for being here. Well, Carrie, that was a great, great introduction. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited. We, I think we need, we need this right now. It's uh, kind of a depressing time and people are hesitant and a little slow moving to get back out there. How do we actualize from our current situation, especially during a pandemic, to where we want to be? Well, that's a great question. So I think it's really important to be in touch with, I think that maybe for some people, things have shifted, right? We came, we're, we've, you know, kind of gotten held down or stopped a lot of things that were, we were moving toward in our life. and. So the universe kind of happened for us, so to speak. You know, we were kind of like, here we are. We're at home for like three or four months. And now we have, a lot of us have some fear inside of us, but it was a really a great time. Um, I spoke to a lot of people during that time to regroup, like, and I talk, talked about it as like really regrouping your vision. Like, what do you really want in your life? Like, you had a lot of time, a lot of people had a lot of time to be introspective of themselves and what they really want in their life. I agree. So, so many things have, right? Yeah. So, so many things have shifted, um, including, you know, uh, one of the biggest things I think happened for a lot of people were, you know, everybody had a couple of different experiences with, let's just say, money, right? A lot of people... I mean, a lot of people were taken care of during this time by whether it's the state or they were able to reinvent their businesses, right? Which is kind of like the sign of a real entrepreneur. Right. Like, what are you really doing? You know, you get to go out and like reinvent this whole thing. You know, a lot of, like for me, a lot of restaurants were super busy during that time, you know, because they started doing like a bunch of other like takeout services and stuff like that. And they were experiencing, experiencing all kinds of really great things. 
but then there were others that decided to close up. And so it depends on like how you you looked at that for yourself. And I think it's the mindset that you go into it with. Like I remember during that time saying to myself, okay, this could be a money-making time or not money-making time. You know, what's it going to be? So a lot of people um, were able to, you know, shift their mindset there. So I think that's the same thing in everything in relationships. Like you can say the same thing about relationships that you talk about. Um, And in that, mindset we could say okay oh god i can't date for three months or i can't date for four months but what a great time it was to just meet people men or you know whoever online and just connect with them and form a really honest to goodness foundational relationship i agree Um, i I, yeah i I think I think the dating apps and the virtual dating were a lifesaver for a lot of people. I think, what would they have done without it, without that connection to someone else? I think it was a great time, but it was all how you framed that in your mind. It's all how you looked at it, right? Yeah, it's all how you looked at it. And I would have had a command center with every dating app, you know, texting and meeting people, and I would have lit myself a certain way for virtual dates. Like, I would have taken it to an extreme for sure but Mm -hmm. that's just me like I when there's adversity I look at it as an opportunity right and I I think you do too I do I do because I say this like your initial reaction is always like oh my god right Mm -hmm. but then I one of my techniques is just expanding your consciousness Okay, and you could just start with questions with yourself. Wait, what if this was like the opposite? And I always go there. Like, what if it's the opposite, completely opposite of what's really going on here? I mean, we kind of know that from the news and stuff. Maybe it's the opposite of what they're really saying. It could be totally opposite, you know? Right. So it depends on what your story is. Yeah. So if you expand your story, because we're all tied into our story. You know, oh, this is happening, and this happens this way all the time. Yeah. Right. This, this happens a certain way, you know. So if you start to to release the story and just the knowing that you can release your story and change your story, and then life will show up as a reflection of whatever your story is, you know. Yeah. Um, it will. That's how you expand your consciousness, and then things start to show up for you. I agree. With in that. your life, I agree. Yeah. So I talk about in my swiping soiree. I talk about. The importance of having um, it's raining men mindset. Humidity's mm-hmm. rising. Barometer's getting low. So anyways, I always make a joke that it's like raining men online. And women tend to fall into the scarcity mindset that there's no good men out there or repeat things like men are players, I'm done with this, and they find friends to support their thinking. Believing that dating apps are not abundant isn't going to help you. It's a big wide ocean and it's filled with plenty of fish. You just need to grab your Tinder tackle box and head out on a boat. So being an actualizer, what do you think, Isabel, is the biggest tip you have when trying to manifest more men around you or something that you want? So I guess we're going to go back to that expanding consciousness thing because you just said something, and they even named um, one of the dating apps as plenty of fish, right? Right. So I don't want to go out. So I always, for myself, and when I talk to other people, um, give them a reference of an expanded version of, like, a more abundant. I'm about abundance. 
to, right? Manifesting in abundance. Yep. So I I asked the like, what would it look like if this were abundant? You know, what is what would this be like if it were abundant? Like you, I never heard raining men, but that sounds. I heard the song, but I never thought of the dating app myself as raining men. And now that you told me that, right? I get to expand my own consciousness around that, uh-huh. right? And yeah. and but what also happens is, and you got to see who you're surrounding yourself by. Right. The people that are around you have the consciousness have a similar consciousness to you. Right. Right. So if you are if you have a lack around men or men showing up, and there's all these beliefs, you know, like uh, uh, there's no good men out there, right? Right. There's, they don't make them, they don't make good men anymore. Um, and I always meet, you know, not great men or men that do this or anyway. Right. I always say like um, Tinder is a loser roll of creeps and one after another, but that's, that's just a story. Right. Right. So you probably have other people around. If that's the way you look at your life, right. You probably have other women, your friends, around you that are affirming the same kind of behaviors, you know, they're yeah. not in relationship, right. They're not having their own, you know, they're not meeting like great guys. They're just going on dates and they're just meeting dead guys and they're having, you know, relationships die after two, <laughs> two days. Mm-hmm. But the way you're expanding your own, your own mindset is to, you, you start to look at things or you can start to hear things and you look, you start to look for signs around you, right? Mm-hmm. Or whoever's listening to you right now is, even if it's not true, it's about to expand their own awareness around men because they found you, which they brought in, you know, on, they're ready to shift. They actually brought like your, your mindset, your talk, your conversation, your, your podcast into them so they could hear a whole nother version of what's possible. Right. So once they hear that, it's going to resonate with them. Good. You know, that'll that'll either resonate with them or they'll reject it. They'll be like, okay, maybe it happens with Carrie, but it doesn't happen with anybody else I know. So the, the, the thought is to know that the people around you just reflecting your old belief, right? And you're here to expand your, your own belief. So once you start to do that, 500 carries are going to show up. Oh, right? Not only 500 carries are going to show up, 500, you know, more opportunities are going to show up on the dating app. Like, For like sure. Everything, all of the beliefs are going to start to change. They're all going to start to shift at one time. And now you're in this whole new reality. And that's how we're talking. That's how you talk about you're trying to change a whole reality. Right. So now the story's changing too. So you could start out by I always like to do this. I was like, let's change the story right now. Let's change the story to, oh my God, I have like all these guys are asking me out. They're all great. They're all good. Right. But some people also stick with that. Okay, but it's not true. Okay, I, I could say that, but it's not true, right? We'll right. go to that point. And people know that it's a you have to have some kind of faith within that you know that this has happened before. Like, you know you can go and shift a reality just by, by believing and seeing certain things. So now go out in the world and start seeing, let's just say you don't, I used to, I did this with um, someone one time, right? So just, I would, this person would say, I don't even see men, right? I see no men around me. 
Really? Right? Does so, she live in a convent? I mean, yeah. I don't get that. No, in, lived in New York. Okay. <laughs> lived in New York. In New York. And, and said, lots of people there. Well, it was really, it was really good men. I don't see any good men, right? Okay. So, so exercise was like, I, I just want you to go outside and see good men. I just want you to go outside and see men that are available, right? That are available. So I went out and because that was the focus of the mind, you know, to go out and see men that were available, um, ended up coming back and said, oh, my God, I saw five good men today. I've and they been... weren't married. I didn't see any wedding rings on it. So, so you're, you're training your brain. Here's, uh-huh. This is a great technique. When you're trying to attract anything, too, even money. And you're training your brain to see out in the world because you had this other thing you were training your brain to see. It was like, there's no good men out there, right? And now you're training it differently. I love Now you that. go out and you're looking for that. Yeah. Okay. I used so, to, I, or you could put on like yeah. a short skirt and walk around Lowe's or Home Depot and see how many people will help you out. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. That's a good one too. That's a good one too. Um, Perfect. But, you know, when I had bad... I mean, everyone's going to get ghosted. Everyone's going to have failed relationships because you have to get good at dating and you have to figure out what you want. And so on Wednesday nights, my daughter would go to her father's house. So I had, Mm -hmm. that was my time to date. So I didn't have to pay for a babysitter. And Mm -hmm. I would be sitting there with some, you know, jackass. I'm waiting for them to text me. And I knew I couldn't text them. But I'm holding that like fear energy and I knew how energy worked. So I would grab uh, our mutual friend, Jill, and I would say, that's it. We're going to go to this local bar in town that a lot of people, single people were at. And I would put my phone down and the two of us would go up and chat, chat it up with all these different guys and be laughing and joking and would have like a whole circle of men around us and then... As that happened, my phone would start to blow up, and I wouldn't answer my phone. And then that person that I was dying for them to text me, they're texting me and calling me and even driving by my house. So I know that if you go on lots of dates with men and you don't put your eggs in one basket, um, then you're going to create energy around you. And Isabel, you have that ability. You, You know how to do this. You train people how to bring in lots of people around you. And you can right. certainly do that with men. Can you tell the listeners how you bring lots of people around you, how you manifest that? So, well, first it starts, well, I've been training myself for years to see things. Like I see things like that in my, or, you know, for other people that don't see, they feel, they feel that people show up for them. So have you ever had the experience of just, um, needing something, someone to help you. I don't care what it is, like, you know, like you need a gardener, you need someone to help you, any kind of, anybody that you can, you need to help you, right? Like a plumber so, or... Yeah, yes. And they, um, all of a sudden you're talking to someone and you're like, oh, but you hear something in your head or something, and you're like, hey, do you have somebody that can do this? And then all of a sudden, by the end of the day, you have like three possibilities on people, mm. right? Mm-hmm. So. I had to do that for my business because I had this, here was my philosophy. Um, if they don't show up for me within 24 hours, I'm not, I can't use them because, you know, if you're in your business, you know, you needed it yesterday. Right. Yep. So 
I would always have like three or four people ready to go. You're talking about the same concept. Totally, totally. So because you're not in a committal state with anybody, right? And you don't want to be the person that's waiting, you know, that really likes the other, you have that thing, you know, I like him more and da-da-da and he's out dating. You don't want to be the one that's waiting. Right. Necessarily. Right. right? Yep. Um, So you attract you know a few people like you you give yourself choice you, right. it's not one and it doesn't have to be, you don't want it to be one and done i don't want i don't want to rely on in my business i don't want to rely on, on one person and be done with it and that's it mm-hmm. you know and I don't, because then what happens too is if they have bad behavior right you don't you don't get to you're like oh, i don't want to say anything because they're just going to walk away or leave Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. so you don't say anything, and then their bad behavior becomes worse behavior, and then that worse behavior becomes like the worst behavior, and you're already now you're in love with that person. And you're like, oh my god, I haven't said anything since our first date. Yeah. <laughs> right. No. Yeah. No. That... And now I have to just leave. <laughs> you know, it takes you take it to the other extreme. But if you had choice, every step of the way, you could you could relate to the other person as to your own needs. You know, a lot of people also shut down their own needs. Because they're like, well, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to create a situation here. So you get to, if you have choice, right, and mm-hmm. you have brought these uh, these people to you, right, mm-hmm. that and, and I guess it's the, another thing too. It's that visual, it's that knowing, it's that feeling that you have that possibility. So you have we have to get everybody. Everybody has to get to that possibility for themselves, and that's one of the techniques that you talk about. Right, that right. you're creating this reigning men situation. <laughs> right. Well, and, you know, and sometimes yeah. I tell people, I say, I know that you're not going to end up. This is this guy's not your guy, but he could be a friend. But it's energy, and go out with him anyways, and then you have a nice new single friend. And yeah. maybe while you're out on that date, you know, there's someone at that bar, and you might meet someone else. I just think. You have to ha- change that energy, and you have to have lots of options, which is what you're saying. And yeah, they, and they may not be the viable. It may not be the the guy, right. but All it's right. still energy. And men know when you have a lot of options around you. Just like those right. employees that you're hiring know that they've got to show up on time and perform mm-hmm. because you've got a long mm-hmm. list of people mm-hmm. to replace that to replace them right right and i think because you're really right that's value though that's mm-hmm. that's hey i'm a successful restaurateur and lots of people want to come work for me and mm-hmm. you're holding your value as a businesswoman and i think people everyone wants to find love but the real change happens right. when you know your worth and you value right. yourself and um, believe me, I I had a failed, uh, you know, I got divorced and then I had a failed relationship. And lots of days I was sitting in my room doing like daily affirmations with Stuart Smalley. I'm good enough. I'm smart enough. And gosh darn it, people like me. And if I had to take a mirror out in my bedroom and talk to myself, that's what I would do to feel like I am worthy of love. And it's not pretty some days, but... You have to mm-hmm. know your worth and know your value. Right. And here's this week's Tinder tips. Number one, 
you could have the best leading photograph, showcase yourself in the best possible light. But if you don't see value in you, they won't either. Your job is to know your value. Convince yourself, if you must, that you're worth it. Work on that every day if you have to. It's that important. Number two, the more specific you are, the more Crystal Carrington Claire you are about the type of man you want to manifest, the better. Repeat to yourself that you're a magnet for men. Get out your umbrella and put on your hunter boots because it's raining men. Number three, matching, swiping, and messaging is an energy exchange, and what you focus on expands. Can you talk about, like, the importance of value, Isabel? Yes. So, think about it. (laughs) If you, yourself, have no value, how are you going to bring in a person of substance or value to yourself? Mm. Right? Right. You're you're, kind of going to bring in your equal, or you're going to bring in less than your equal. You're going to bring in what you think you are. You're going to bring in what you think your value is. So, if you think that you don't, like, you deserve someone that's just, you know, okay, maybe kind of shows up. Has a heartbeat. Yeah, right. Yeah, has a heartbeat <laughs> and doesn't bring anything to the table. Right. Well, that's what you're going to get. But if you understand that you are you are a person that brings something to the table, brings mm. a lot to the table, and has that value, like I really think you have to own your value first, right. you know? Right. And then... And then you'll get the quality of men you're attracting are is going to shift completely. Mm-hmm. You know, they're they're because believe it or not, you know, people. Let's just not talk about men and women. People, you're attracting that whichever whatever space you're in. You know, mm-hmm. so if you think that you're, you know, just I don't want to say it in not value terms, but if you just think that you're, you know, an okay. Like, let's just say you think you're an okay friend, you know, but you just track some friends that are like, just okay. They're not going to, you know, support you in any way. They're not going to, especially if you don't expect it. You're just like, oh, she's just a friend or acquaintance, you know, you're, and you're not being supported in any way with that person because you don't expect that for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, people can show up, people show up however you expect. What's another way to talk about this also? Mm. Whatever expectations you have, you know. So you want someone to come into your house, you know, a friend or something, and then leave a mess because you didn't set guidelines because you value your own property too. That's part of the deal also. Like, you know, people can come into your space. That would be a true, like, picture of where you're at with that person. Mm. You know, but you ever walk into somebody's house and you just know you're not leaving anything in the way? You know, you're not even, you know you're not putting a wet glass on the counter, right on their table. Right. You know you're not, you're going to wipe everything down. You're going to make sure you wipe the sink after you wash your hands. You know you're going to do all these things because mm. you even energetically know that's the expectation there. Interesting. It's definitely yeah. not my household. So thing, well, no. But I wish it was. Walked, <laughs> but if I walked into your house and I knew like you had you know didn't care, I might not do those things. But in normal reality, mm. I do do those. I would do those things for people and make sure I left their place, you know, like better than when I got there. Oh, I like that analogy. That's interesting. Yeah. So that's really good. I like how you frame that because you're setting the bar. It's like, Hey, you know, I take care of myself. I 
have a clean car. I, I value right. my surrounding and I value the people that I pull yeah. into my life. And I didn't know I was doing this, but when I opened my studio, I wanted people who valued photography, who really valued photography to be my clients. And, and the, that's who and I have. Did, right? Yeah. That's who I have yeah. as clients. And so they, you have an expectation of like what that value means to you. Like how would they show their value for your work, right? How would they show that to you? How would they be? How it's really about being. How would they be around you? They value my time. They plan you yeah. know, we plan in advance. It's just basically the same thing with dating. And I really was good about that when I was dating, it was like, hey, you're going to ask me out in advance. And if you think I'm going to be around online forever, that's not the case. And they'll, they're, exactly. it may not be you, but there'll be someone. And, right. But I had to ha have that feeling. Even right. if I didn't 100% feel that way, I had to just reframe that to be successful. And, and it's not easy to do, but you have to consciously shift your mindset. Guys, you know, for me, I think finding love is easy. It's swipe, it's swiping and texting, which is an exchange of energy. But you have to show up on a consistent base. You have to put the time in. And if you do, you will find love. And that constant effort is critical. And you need to show up regardless if you're having a good hair day or you don't feel 100%. But the important thing is, when I was online, and I think I've touched on this before in, in this episode, but I knew for a fact that I would find love. And I think really that was the only thing I did right. But I was committed to finding a good available man and I was determined come hell or high water to find love. And this was mine for the taking. Well, I think that's, that's, I think that determination that you have okay. is, really, is really important also. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what, you know, we don't know, like everybody has a different reason that they're being driven or they really want to do, they really want to create something for themselves, you know? So you just said, I was determined, right. you know, so. It was like mine like for the taking, in, right. Right. So no matter what, you were going to collect all your, your, you know, your mindset, your resources, your, your everything that you had you're you were going to work on yourself you were going to you're going to be that person that was going to bring it all in right 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 we know people that have goals like that goals and and how they follow up with that and you that was your thing that was your thing you had something i think what happened something happened and then you made this creation for yourself right like I mean, some, you had occurrences in your life that you were like, forget it, I'm done with this. Like, I'm done with this. Like one last straw. You must have had one last straw. And then you were like, forget it, I'm doing this. Mm -hmm. Right. This is how I'm yeah. going to get what I want. This is how I believe people find love, especially now. Mm -hmm. I mean, I was early in this revolution of online dating. So I had no one to bounce these ideas by. But I just knew and I had enough passion and drive around finding love that I treated it like a job and I put the time yeah. in and I showed up and if right. I had that um, demand that there would be that supply right 
That's why you're a good matchmaker for somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I'd throw that in for you. <laughs> well, I'd, I'd, I have to bring in my we, own we energy. Turned, we turned you into a matchmaker in the last few days. We'll tell everybody that. Hey, you know what? It, I'm open. I'm open. I, uh-huh. I just... If you ever told me that I would be doing a podcast on this, you know, five years ago, I'd never believe you, but I'm here and I'm determined to make difference in people's lives. So whatever that form is, I'm, I'm game. Let's say we have some bad dates and you get knocked off your A game. How do we mm-hmm. shift that? How do we not take that on that it's our fault and keep that positive okay. momentum going? What would you say in business, you know, where someone can't, you know, you talked about the restaurants. Some restaurants did family meals. You know, they got creative with what they were offering in the pandemic. So let's just say you have some slow time and you're not getting asked out on a date or you're not getting the jobs that you want. What would you do to shift energetically? Well, so I would have a person really look at what they're saying. What are their beliefs? Mm. What, beliefs are, what beliefs are underneath that? And then are the beliefs connected to a story? Okay. Yeah. So what is the belief that's connected to, and then are we creating a story from every time the situation happens? Like if you, if we're going to sit there and say, Oh, um, this is, look at me, I'm having a bad day. And then the next day you kind of feel like you're kind of having a bad day. By the third day, if you said you're having a bad day again, you've kind of got into a habit of having a bad day. Mm. But if you said to your, like you, you get, to, you get to play with words on your, for yourself because your mind kind of hears all your words. So if you said, oh, I'm just having a bad day. By 2 o'clock, I'll be fine, right? Then you'll know that's how you deal with that bad day. You know, it's the same thing that of having a bad date. Like if you say, okay, I had a bad It was not a great day, but, you know, it was okay. I learned this, this, and this from it. It's fine. Tomorrow, I'm going to go out on a great date. Or I'm going to... Maybe I'll have two bad days and I'll have, you know, whatever story you make up, I'll have two bad days and I'll have a great day and he'll be my husband. You Ooh, know, I like that. So, so right? Yeah. So it depends on what you say because you lock yourself into a whole storyline. So that's like, I, I never say bad days. Everything. I say, I try to say, I had a bad morning from 10 to noon, wasn't ideal, but the rest of the day is going to be awesome and we're going to have a great day tonight. I really, I learned that when I was shooting covers, I had to play through how that cover was going to unfold and how successful it was going to be and run that storyline before I went and did that shoot. Right. But did you ever say, oh, I don't know about this. It might not be that great. Did no. you ever say that to yourself? No. No, because like someone, you know, a person that's on their game is not going to sit there and say that about their work or their quality of their work, like you love that, you're passionate about it. So you're, you're, so no matter what, even if you have the worst client, you're going to make it the best shoot for yourself, right? Yeah, because I can always create something beautiful. Because right, I, so that's another story you have. I can always create something beautiful. Right. I don't see, I yeah. didn't even know I was doing that, but I always made, I guess I always made the best out of every shoot because I wanted, you know, to deliver for my clients right so this is I think this will be my last question but I think we talked about did we talk about feeling oh yeah so we had this conversation 
yes or the other day about how people substitute online dating and they find instead of joining online they find other things to feel safe like I'm good I'm not interested in online dating I'm just gonna stay home tonight I'm just gonna write another unsent letter to my ex um, but they'll they'll do anything and everything instead of putting themselves out there and I don't think we should wait until life feels easier why do you think right now is a safe or the perfect time to date well, actually, probably this is the safest time of all times to date because in all reality, there's if you're if one of your things is not feeling safe because you yourself have a problem saying no, this is the perfect time that you get to say no because it's expected of you to say no if you wanted to get together with a guy. You can actually date, have a date, go out to dinner keep yourself six feet apart from this person and it's not unreasonable for you to say okay this is good like this feels comfortable six feet between us feels really good right right and it's safe for you and you could say no I don't know it doesn't you know I I'm not I'm still you know kind of being careful I'm still kind of, you know, protecting myself. I have family that I need to protect, but maybe it's not about you. You have a lot of good reasons to keep yourself at a distance from that other person. Because that's really kind of a lot of times why people avoid dating, right? They don't, they're not comfortable with their no's, right? They don't know how to say no, no, and stick to it. Right. Well, like if it's a bad day, there's a bad day and you're like, hey, I'm going to say 12 feet apart, you know, like... I'm going to be out the door, but this is, mm-hmm. this is good. That's a great way to say, you know, hold your boundaries with people. Yeah. And you can even say, let's just make it, a, you know, a cup, you know, a cup of coffee or like, a, you know, just, you know, a half an hour dinner, or, you know, like put boundaries about, around your day so you feel okay. I love that. I love that. Yeah. I think it is a great time to date. Um, but Isabel, I could talk all day about actualizing your best life. I mm-hmm. want to be your matchmaker, and this is a plan that I hope happens in the future. <laughs> mm-hmm. But thank you so much for being here. Can you? This is a great, great time, great conversation. Can you share with my listeners where they can find you and and follow you? Yes. Um, I don't know if you do a link. I could send you a link and you can put it under the podcast. Perfect. And or uh, my website's Isabel I S A B E L dash Chiara C H I A R A dot com. So it's Isabel dash Chiara C H I A R A dot com. Okay, great. Um, and um, we can work on releasing at least one or getting down to what your limiting beliefs are around dating or anything else you'd like to, to conquer right now. Oh my God. Um, I love it. I for lo- your, for your listeners. Yeah. Yeah. You're amazing. I think you're so talented and I, th- I, I know this is going to be so helpful for people. So get in touch with Isabel. I think she can really help you remove blocks and, I hope everyone found this conversation with Isabel insightful and helpful this week. I'll keep bringing you inspiring stories to help you find love.
Keep up the commitment to yourself and commit to helping someone else by sharing this podcast. DM me with comments or questions at Shot at Love Podcast. Remember to stay safe and stay tuned for more episodes. I'm Carrie Brett, and we'll see you next time. Shot at Love.